that's incredible. That inspires me like crazy. It fires me up. Gives me goosebumps, man. Welcome to the Landscape Cafe, brought to you with support from Fort Myers Garden Service, maintaining and protecting business and residential landscapes. Visit fortmyersgardenservice.com or call 239-990-7494. So I'm sure you work in your business a little bit and on it as well. When you work in your business, what do you what do you do when you work in your business? Okay, so I love how you phrase this because I agree with you. And if I didn't have partners, none of these businesses were, would be where they're at today because when I was starting, I was not a person that was able to delegate. Mm. I was a micromanager for a while, which is the worst possible scenario if you're trying to scale a business. Yep, I've been there before. I've learned that. Well, because you start with nothing. You're very proud of it. You put in a lot of work. It's just, it feels like the right thing to do. You're protecting it, just like yep. a mother protects its children. I mean, it's your baby. Mm-hmm. You don't want anything to happen to it. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't allow you to screw it. You know, my grandfather said, you're not going to get rich off the sweat of your own brow. You have to surround yourself with a team, preferably smarter than you. Mm-hmm. And so I... I'm 75% of the time, I'm boots on the ground. I'm sales. I'm, okay. I'm in my sales office now, and I'll be doing sales all day, whether it be through podcasts, yep. whether it be through social media. Mm-hmm. I, I go out in the field and measure uh, four times a week. And so I like to get in front of clients. I like to communicate. I like to seek out new opportunities. Mm-hmm. That just seems to be one of the easiest ways. As far as working on the business, we do have a lot of meetings, not long meetings. We used to have these long, long meetings that are just torture. Yes. 15 minute meetings, max 20 minute, max meeting. Because we're all going into it knowing we just need to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Whether it's right or wrong, we just want to make a decision. Yep. If we can collectively come up with a decision, then we go. So we've um, hired some really cool people that are, are much smarter than us, general manager, people in HR now that are making a lot of these decisions for us now but if it's depending on what it is we will all convene you know with the convenience of skype and facetime it's easy to get everybody on a call quickly right um and and also bailey working on the business if you don't have a mission or kind of a a five-year goal set out we've always been big on goals we've set we set our goals probably we just reset it Two months ago, it's our fifth time since we started 20 years ago because you hit it and then you hit it. Because like if you hit it and you don't reset it, you're just going to stay there. Exactly. And so vision drives decision. Mm -hmm. If you have a vision for something, hopefully your day-to-day decisions will drive you closer to that vision. But if you don't set a vision up there, you're just never going to get there. Even if it's a little bit out of time. I don't care if you have one, two, three employees. Mm-hmm. Every decision you make would be critical to that vision. And as the company starts to grow and you start to delegate more and give more responsibility, you can work on that business more as it starts to grow. But I think most people lack patience for that vision. They're not willing to accept and fall in love with the process. They just want this. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. It's I'm not if you can quench that desire to fast forward to that goal and fall in love more with the process, it'll happen a lot quicker. Something I wrote down there was uh, fall in love with the process 
and having the vision drives the decision. I love that. I love what you just said because, man, everybody wants you know the the ice cream uh, on your birthday, you know, but you got to go through the entire year to be able to get the ice cream. Where you always want to have uh, ten utility trucks on the road doing services, but um, you know you got two now, so. Um, if you can focus on creating an amazing culture with the guys that are there now, and mm -hmm. and what does that mean? I think this has kind of been misconstrued over the last couple of years. That doesn't mean you need a fucking bar and a ping pong table and a weight bench in the barn when the guys get back. That's not how you build culture. Mm -hmm. You build culture by Monday morning, fucking having five minute coffee talk with one of your guys sit down and what's going on in your life where do you want to be what are you doing mm -hmm. people want to be a part of something bigger than themselves but they want to know that they can trust you and right. you build that trust by having those real conversations with them and i one of the things i'm most proud of at our company all of them is our culture mm -hmm. we don't have a lot of turnover it's taken a long time but it's got to the point now where I'm hearing people like we had two applicants from a company called Gartner come over the other day. Now Gartner, I don't know yeah. if you've heard, it's a big firm and yeah, a lot of people out of college want to go work there. It's a big technology. I don't even know what the hell they do. It's like the Google of Southwest Florida. Yeah. I know really there's good. a lot of people there. There's a lot. And when I started seeing some of the applicants coming over, it's geez, we must be doing something right. Mm -hmm. Somebody that's currently full-time employed at a big firm like this, is maybe not happy with where it's going or wants a change mm -hmm. and they see what we have going on uh, that's a big compliment but that took a long time of of just building a, a family within the organization and, and showing them that they care you know i'm always one of the first ones here last one to leave mm -hmm. i i give the impression and and it's it's not just an impression it's true mm -hmm. but that i work for them yeah. Nobody at this company works for me. Mm -hmm. I don't like, I don't even like hearing that. Right. And if, if your employees truly believe that you work for them, mm -hmm. you'd be surprised what, how much is left in the tank that's not being used right now. Oh yeah. I believe that. Yeah. I believe that. Absolutely. One of, um, or I guess you say our, our motto and our, our quote that we always say, is serving families through designing and building outdoor spaces. And I always tell my guys like, yes, you may think that is just for our clients, but no, that is when you come to work, you are earning your paycheck, serving your family, um, us providing you a job that is us serving your family and vice versa. You coming to showing up work every day, that's providing for my family also. Like we are all in turn serving everybody's families. Um, and that's at the core and heart of our business and it is so so important that they're bought in because i don't know what, th what this crap is about silent quitting or whatever i don't know if you've seen anything on that uh, but just people working i've seen it on social media uh people working in a company for 10 plus years um, that has a bad culture but they just show up and do the bare minimum and leave and don't give anything extra and you know there's there's probably they're using probably 25% of their capacity, not sharing any of their working geniuses with the team, not diving in any deeper into their skills um, and just showing up and doing the basic. But 
you're exactly right. When you dive into the culture, you invest in that, invest in your people. You really get to drive um, and and see how much is left in the tank, like you said. I'm 100%. Uh, give me another example. During COVID, another tragedy. So you had the mm-hmm. cancer, had the recession, we had COVID. I've, I've become not numb, but, and I don't want to say look forward to because I know so many bad things happen to people during these tragedies, but I've seen enough patterns to know that when a tragedy comes, most people are going to jump in a hole or in the fetal position. And I've been getting excited because I know on the backside of whatever the hell it is, and there are going to be another one, there's something good. So during COVID, I remember when it first started, we had customer uh, uh, installer at a high rise, it's down a Gulfshire Boulevard and heaven forbid he coughed and the place went like AWOL and they threw him out of there. And I'm thinking, oh my God, like this is, this isn't a joke. This is really happening. And what's going to happen to our business? We got all these orders and all these appointments. Nobody wants to go anywhere. All the employees are afraid. Like, what do we do? And like, then they said, we're shutting everything down. And we were deemed one of those, like, I don't know what they, they give you a special permission to go out. Like it's necessity. Mm, uh, essential. Yeah. Essential orders. Yeah, which like, let's face it. It's not essential. You can take right. a hose outside and wash yourself down if you needed to. Right. We sent everybody home for 45 days. We shut the entire business down for 45 days, which that's unbelievable. Unbelievable. And we, yeah. And we paid everybody the entire time. Insurance. You paid everybody at the same time? Insurance. You're talking, there's a hundred, there's 175 employees right now. We paid every single person every weekly, you know, 40 hour weeks or their salary, whichever it was, plus benefits, plus retirement, plus the medical, everything. And we, now we didn't know how long this was going to go for, you know, internally, right, we're doing the math, like, okay, we can do this. We can only do it so long. Like we're conservative and we save, but we only save so much, you know? And so it's like, okay, we planned 30 days, 45 days. We came back and the culture at the business was 10 times better than it was before. And I thought before it was unbelievable. Right. And what ended up happening was not only were the employees ecstatic that they didn't go backwards financially, their spouses were ecstatic. And I was getting calls from employees' spouses saying how grateful they were. Yeah. That they didn't have because their boss fucking shit canned them or just left them in the dark, which can actually be even worse. You know, the fear of the unknown is like one of the scariest things that people have to deal with. You know, your biggest fear is your biggest fear. So like, if you don't know what's coming, it's just natural to think the worst possible scenarios. Mm -hmm. Well, we took that fear off the table. You're getting paid. Don't worry. That's insane. Your family. And when we come back, be ready to kick some ass. Right. They did. I mean, there's, they did. And they still are. And And this hurricane thing happened. Here's another tragedy. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, a year before the hurricane, we reinvested the business and we bought this massive autoclave, $3 million machine. It makes impact braided glass, laminated glass. Because Architectural has wine cellars, we use the the, uh, laminated glass for a thermal issue and bullet resistant glass and stair treads, you need the structure from it. 
And we've kind of been testing it for about a year and playing it. It's a big machine, big machine. Mm -hmm. And we're just getting ready to like, okay, we got all the ducks in a row. Now we're ready to start like rolling it out to everybody in the whole state. We're gonna take orders now. And then the hurricane comes. Nuts. Well, then the hurricane came and now you need laminated glass for impact windows. Well, you need an autoclave to do that. <laughs> we have the only one in Southwest Florida. The next closest one's up in like Tampa. And so that hurricane could have went anywhere along mm -hmm. the West Coast. It, like it was originally scheduled for Tampa, I think. And then it like came down and yeah, it, it came here, mm -hmm. right where the only autoclave is for making impact glass for hurricane. Mm -hmm. And so now there's this massive influx of laminated glass getting produced because of it. So, you know, I guess the, the, the lesson here is when you think your world is crashing because of a natural disaster, pandemic, a recession, just know that the world's not going to end. It's going to slow things down, but it's going to put a lot of people out of business. And if you can stay strong enough and keep your head up, this is where all the fruits bear because now you have no competition. Mm -hmm. And it kind of resets the markets. And I've seen this four times now, whether it's the recession, pandemic, hurricane. I think there was one other thing thrown in there, but nevertheless, there's always been a bright spot on the other side. Um, you know, it's something I want to tell you is that's a that's a beautiful thing right there because that is exactly scripture. <clears throat> James chapter one, verse two says, testing your faith, count it all joy, my brothers, when you when you beat trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let your steadfastness have full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And so all those four stories that you just said are literally like, it gives me goosebumps, man, because that's like straight up aligned with scripture. Like you so guys, have, and that's a beautiful thing, dude. That's it's absolutely beautiful. incredible. I trust it 100%. Yeah, I, I am no longer fearful of anything bad happening in the economy or anything because I know that mm -hmm. our team and and myself is strong enough to withstand that. Yeah, we have good values. We're we're conservative financially, so we can withstand these storms. But you have to have the will to do it, and mm -hmm. you, know, you have your faith. You got to keep the faith. Hundred percent, uh, man. And it's worked. It's undefeated. That that scripture. It's undefeated. It's it incredible. That's a beautiful, beautiful picture, man. And that's something that all the, all that you guys, um, everything that I've heard from you guys, it, it's all like, I know you, you were talking about, uh, in the beginning, you were, weren't, you're not too sure about this or that, but man, what you guys are doing is you guys are living out biblical principles principles. And I mean, God's going to bless that and honor that on over and over and over. And you, we've talked a couple of times and each time you said, you know, doing right by the customer, doing right by our team, doing right by this. And it's like, man, that's what we're called to do, you know? Um, and that's huge, man. You guys are going to be, you guys have already seen the fruit from that, you know, 10 stores. I mean, you guys have mag, you guys have my shower door, you guys have been rocking. That's pretty incredible, man. And, and not, and you know, the gospel and being a follower of Christ, not all of it is beautiful and perfect, but being able to keep your faith and just at the center of it, no matter what, and following those principles, what he calls us to do. Um, it's pretty incredible, man. And it's produced some serious fruit for your, your family and 
you know, the best part about it is, is it doesn't just produce for your family because the way you guys carry everything out, it's also for every single family that works for you guys. I know you guys pay your, your team well. And so that, that family can go home, they can have enough food for their groceries. They can go to a, a safe place to sleep at night and uh, provide for their kids. Or, I mean, that's, that's beautiful. I mean, you guys are doing so much more than just a business, just there to make money. I mean, your purpose is so much deeper and uh, man, I'm, I'm so inspired by that. I've always said, man, I don't want to be a big company. You know, I want to be small uh, because I want to offer that mom and pop shop comfortable feel. Um, but what you guys have done, I feel like you guys have brought that on a big scale and you're still offering that mom and pop, but with massive, massive, um, just qualities that you can offer to builders, your contractors, um, to residential homeowners. I mean, it's pretty incredible what you guys accomplished when I got to, I followed you and also your dad on Facebook for quite a while now, but I got to meet him at the Red Sox game or not at the game, but at the opening day. And he was there talking with um, talking to some of the Red Sox affiliates. And um, man, it was cool. I definitely got a, a good sense that he wasn't some guy in the sky in the skyscraper. No. And he was just like, I was like, man, you know, you look, you guys look so big, and you guys are just rocking it. But he was a down down to earth, humble humble guy, and I got to meet your mom as well. And um, man, just a cool family. Um, I'm really really inspired by you guys, and it definitely helps me open up my mindset for as I grow and you know I've only been a business owner for about five years but it helps me I think mature as a business owner and see what's possible in South Florida, Southwest Florida specifically and see what I can do to help impact um, you know because money's great at the end of the day but if we can go out there serve families and and do God's will I mean change this world be able to help people I mean that's incredible that inspires me like crazy it fires me up gives me goosebumps man thank you for listening in stay tuned for the next part in this conversation the landscape cafe is a production of pure landscaping and the niche podcast network learn more about bailey katie and the team by visiting purelandscaping.com you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and don't forget the best place to rate or follow the show is at thelandscapecafe.com